I just I just call myself a creative. I'm just a creative. Didn't think anything with it. I wonder. I picked the camera off. Wait, let's just, let's just do some muggery in it. I mean, when you make it into a video and it's comedy, it hurts less. It's like <laughs> I feel it, but <laughs> it's a joke. The really, he's, he's, he's joking, right? <laughs> they had the song, Kuli had the idea, had the concept. He wanted to do something for the community. He laid it off to Jazz, uh, Jazz Dummy. They kind of spoke amongst themselves. While that was happening, I was doing my Kisan series clothing. But I didn't expect, because mate, I'm telling you, yeah, literally once that song went bang, my phones went ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Just, just brrr. What people had before, they were good. Mm -hmm. What they're going to get now is going to be great. Come next year, what they're going to get is going to be amazing. We're here to set the bar. If your name is called Punjab's Finest, act the finest. Welcome back to the CultureCast podcast. My guest today is a man of many talents. He's a comedian, entrepreneur, and a social media influencer. Welcome, Jaswinder Billin. How are you doing, man? Good, man. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's a hard way to introduce you because you do so many things. Uh, like yeah, you've got yeah, your comedy that. sketches, you, you've got your, your clothing line, you've got obviously like you were involved in, in the Kassan song recently, you've got, um, I've seen in lockdown, you've you've started up a few new pages of like social media growing pages and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. So I'll just tell people, if, if you know my garment name, just in the villain, that's perfectly fine. Bucky, that did a hege hege, you know, so yeah. but my actual name is fine. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe like what you do? I just, I just call myself a creative I'm just a creative. Doesn't matter where I can, whatever I touch. If you can add a creative touch to it, you're already winning. So I'm more the creative kind of thing. Whether it's media, whether it's um, clothing, whether it's skits, whatever it is, really. If you have a creative mind, mm -hmm. nothing is hard to do. Um, I'm just kind of fortunate that I've got that kind of mindset, that kind of the way I think, the way I think and stuff. You know, because had I just been, had I just been like an accountant who just got with numbers, that's good. yeah. Not knocking accountants, of course, because they do good stuff for us. You know, they save us tax and that. But I'm just that's kind of just one thing. Whereas I'm just kind of really so so yeah, man. No, no, hundred percent. Like I think it is, um, especially nowadays as well. Like you can't really be tied down to one thing. I feel like everybody does need a, a side thing and a and a sort of creative yeah. outlet and 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 to to most basically people are, most people are creative. I just think sometimes it gets yeah, it gets hindered or restricted because they get stuck with life and work. But they get kind of held back because they've got bills to pay, the time to look after and stuff, and they don't really want it, want it, so they don't let it flourish, you know. Yeah, I feel like um, I think I've said this before on the podcast as well. It's like most people do want to have like an extra thing, whether it be a hobby or a creative outlet or an extra source yeah. of income, but they don't want to change their like lifestyle for it. If that makes sense, like they'll yeah. they'll want to have it, but they won't want to put the hours into to actually. Yeah, it's that thing you want it, but you don't want it, want it. It's like people yeah. go to the gym. They want a great body. They don't want it. They want it, but they don't really want it, want it. You know, like, oh, cool, you know, they're going out there and they're on It's been two months now. Nothing happening. Yeah. Not realising it takes two years, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's uh, And I've seen, we'll probably touch upon the gym a bit later on because I know that's one of your, your other passions as well. But before, um, obviously, the normal format for me is just to go into your culture and your upbringing, things like that. But just before I do, dive into that, um, the, the song that you did with um, Cooley, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Kassan song so like first of all I want to say thank you for obviously raising awareness you and everybody who, who was involved um on this podcast I did a farmers protest podcast where myself Inder Basi and Sharandeep Singh from Sikhs in Scotland sort of try to break down what okay. was happening and, and try to raise awareness on on like as much as I could as well but yeah, yeah, obviously sure, sure. your um your song how did that come about or well like, how did the collaboration come about? Um, first of all, um, in regards to the song, the song was all down to Kuli, um, Jazz Dummy, and his kind of squad, really. I didn't have any part of that at all. Right. Um, so I'm not going to take any credit for that at all. They had the song, Kuli had the idea, had the concept, he wanted to do something for the community. He laid it off to Jazz, uh, Jazz Dummy. They kind of spoke amongst themselves. While that was happening, I was doing my Kisan series clothing. I started setting up in December, um, I think end of November, December time. So I was already in the kind of process of making new garments, new logos, new designs and stuff. And I just kind of put them out there saying, hi, guys, launch 28th of December. And obviously, Jazz has always bought my couple of before because um, he knows the quality because they they're not like that kind of like, you know, you get them kind of like 
I wouldn't say donkey kapre, but I just, you know, you wash it once and it starts bubbling and I'm not about that life. If you're going to make something, you know, do it properly or don't do it all. So that's what my grandma was in the past. So he's like, yo, you know, can we, you know, can I give you a call, please? I was like, okay, cool. Said, Listen, we're doing a song. Me and Kuli, um, do you want to kind of jump on it with us, with your couple and stuff? We've seen your couple, they're really, really good. Like the logo, like the design. Can we do something? I was just let me what you guys need to be fair, innit? And that's literally what it was. So we went down to London, took the garments, met the guys, did the shoot, and then just kind of bang, really. I just think it was, it was, it was literally timing. I always tell Kuli and Jazz, like, look, this was down to timing. You were all doing your little thing, and we literally, we were all little cogs. Everyone's doing their little thing, ticking away, and we just kind of all kind of merged together. You know, it's just kind of, it just fell in place. And that's the best thing I, the best way I can explain everything. Do you know what I mean? It's like right now, like it's going on, but people are doing their little things. But then we just all kind of came together at the right time. My couple had already made, the garments were already made for Punjab's finest. They're already there. These guys already started doing the song, the lyrics are already there. And then it's a case of like recording the video doing the shoot, get the pictures out, and then, and then, yeah, really. I didn't expect, I didn't expect the, the flurry after that. I mean, I thought, I knew they would sell, we would, would make some money, would generate some, some money, to be fair, but I didn't expect, because, mate, I'm telling you, yeah, literally, once that song went bang, my phones went ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, just, just, brrr, I swear to God, like, everything from, like, things from orders to social media, I had to take every notification off, WhatsApp, it, TikTok, freaking Facebook, Everything took off because there's too much to look at. You know what? This leave it was great, but it's too much, man. Um, so it's always a credit to Kuli and Jazz for kind of pulling me in rather than me pulling them in. You know, so that's kind of how it went down. I think that that is the beauty of it. Like it was it encapsulated what everybody was thinking in a song, yeah. but was also like um, I think the best thing about it is it's multiculturalism as well. So like you have. Uh, was a J one and and, and yeah, the other so they had J one. They had uh, J Fado. Um, they had Thames at Tanner. Um, they had quite a few other people behind the scenes doing the kind of the work. I think his manager Dylan as well. Um, there's a couple of other guys as well. I think there's one or two guys doing the the recording as well. I forgot the guy's name, so I apologise. Uh, but the guys who do that, you know, big big music videos mm-hmm. were part of it as well, and they all did it for free. And, and that's that's kind of what it's about really, because the because the What's happening is so big and it's so passionate to many of us. Money comes and goes. But this instance right now when this kind of attack is happening on our people, our people being the farmers, you can't let it slide. That, this is not going to come and go. Once it's gone, it's gone. Once it's done, it's done. You see that we get our rights or we don't get our rights and they just kind of put us in the corner. These, these movements only come once. Mm-hmm. So it's here, you know, take advantage of it. It's just a thing. So that's why we say, look, let's do what we can do for the community and just kind of ride this storm, you know. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely it. You see, like um, all these quotes of like, if you don't stand up in the time of a of oppression, then you are the oppressor, and and things like that. So, it is one of them things where I've seen a lot of people who, well, we've seen it all over. Do you know what I mean? And, and with like Bollywood actors and things not coming out and speaking at the time, and and it's just like, just remember who spoke out and who didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like we're going forward, yeah, like I, put I, your money I, where I, your mouth I is. I hear that. I hear that. Even even amongst ourselves. Um, you know, many influencers, many people. The thing is, I tell people, you can't hold somebody accountable or responsible for not speaking up. Mm-hmm. No one no one owes it to anybody to speak up. If someone asks me a question, goes, oh, yo, do you feel that you are obliged to speak up? I goes, no, I don't feel obliged. I don't have to do anything. I don't want to do it. It's yeah. my choice. But I feel the attack, and I feel the attack on us as people, as a community, and our land. So it's got to be a case of that. You have to really have it. It really has to touch you or make you feel something. You just say something. So I understand when people don't speak up because they don't feel anything for it. You know, and it's a case of feeling. That's that's how I see. It. I'm not knocking anyone for it. Or I mean, I, I know I made a video about it, knocking for for bands, but I don't actually <laughs> physically have anything against anybody. <laughs> no, I, I understand where you're coming from, and yeah, like if if it doesn't speak to somebody, fair enough. But I think the the issue that i think many people including myself have is when people then um exploit that community for their own gain on one side and then not give back when it's needed so the example is of obviously half of the these bollywood actors who go to punjab wet bags do the the music videos in the, in the middle of their movies in, in the middle of farms and things but then when it came down to actually standing up for the thing that they're making millions of of rupee on they're not actually given back and that's where that's where i think mine is but um i'd say that to people all the time i tell people all the time i go look for example right now yeah like let's just say about you know boris for example he was so happy to the community 
but you know we've got issues right now like you know Jaggi's still in prison right now they're trying to actually like Sikhs from the UK to India and they're not really speaking for the farmers mm-hmm. people are selective it's like and I tell people it's business it literally is business it is what it comes down to it's like if you're going to get paid you'll speak up if you're not going to get paid you sit there shut your mouth and just keep your gob shut and that's it and that's that's how it's for all the people out there some of us don't really care for this media because media media is just there just a vessel to say well, what you want to say to be fair so I wouldn't hold back from it. Other people are like, oh, I can't really say that. Mm, I think I'll leave it. I might lose some business. I might have some people from other com- other communities who might be offended by it. <laughs> but you weren't saying nothing when other issues happen around the world and you spoke of other certain kind of political movements. Comes down to your own people, then, you, then you're quiet. Again, selective people and it's just business, isn't it? And, and I, when people say business is business, I get it. But I, I'm like, I remember you for next time, brother. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. So like, it's, it's uh, I think, the powers and the with the people where, where they spend their money in it. So like when the next blockbuster movie comes out, just remember you don't have to agree with the person of like uh, you can you can be respectful of like right it's your right not to speak up on this issue. Yeah, yeah, of course. But because you didn't, I will remember that going forward when I spend my money at this cinema or with this uh, movie coming out. Or Do you know what people are very forgetful very quickly. I'll tell they you, are. They're, they're gonna they're gonna be. They'll say something now. And two months time, oh, going, uh, you know, God, you know, keep like it that way. Who knows? And I'm like, all right, bro, you're trying to justify it now, which is cool. But that's that, that that's people. People will sell their soul. People will sell their grandma. It's one of them ones, isn't it? So, you know, <laughs> everything else is whatever. You get what I'm saying? So it's one of them ones. No, I get you. Um, so with the with this song, I know that this song is obviously separate to yourself, but with Punjab's finest, you obviously update on your in on your social media. Um, mm. I think very recently. Uh, I've, I've got the thing here from is it from the launch of your clothing so that was from 20th January to uh, 11th of April uh, roughly 12 and a half grand was, was yeah. raised and then all the profits going to yeah so farmers. Um, we started this probably the first sale yeah we'll say 28th of December but we'll say 1st of January because I probably okay. only saw like one two then but yeah 1st of Jan till then um, that's what we raised for now so that's the money I still owe them the last of my installments, so don't worry, I'm not saying I've paid it yet because <laughs> I get the money before one says it. Just, 14th, I get paid tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, so far, that's the amount we've raised so far from all the garments, all the Gisan series for the hoodies and beanies and stuff. Now, we've got some t shirts out now as well. We're just waiting to get them kind of the promise stuff done for the launch of the t shirts. And again, we've just kind of stepped to a whole different level now because I'm a person of quality, so what people had before, they were good. Mm-hmm. What they're going to get now is going to be great. Come next year, what they're going to get is going to be amazing. I just I play the game of you can't come near me as a brand, not because I'm better than you, but because we just we keep quality down to a T. We don't care about competition. If there's a competition, we learn from them, but we are our own, in our own latency. So that amount we've kind of made for that, 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 that bulk from January to April is a good amount to me, but I think it's really, really good. I mean, I was mm-hmm. thinking probably... It might have been less than that. Probably, you know, probably going out five, six thousand, probably give or take. Um, but yeah, thanks to the people. I always, always tell people, it's always down to the people. We're just a vessel for the message. When we go to Millie, go to rallies, go to events, go to places of um, open spaces where there might be a speech, there might be some kind of like march or something. People are going to be wearing these garments, and other people ask you, "What is that? What does that word mean?" Amazing design, cool logo, but what does it mean? So when you get a cool logo and a design. Second of all, you've got a message behind it as well. And let's mm-hmm. people kind of tell people, like, this is what it's about. This is what it's for. This is why we're doing what we're doing. And this is why we're kind of raising the awareness for it, you know? So it kind of works hand in hand. And I didn't want to kind of, I didn't want any like a kind of typical cliche, tacky design or tacky print. I mean, you might sell a few, but I don't want someone moaning back to me, yeah, we spent the money and it's all right. I don't want all right. I want people like, yo, actually, this is good. So to everyone I tell them because your quality is amazing. We like the quality. We don't. We next. They say we didn't expect it. We thought, yeah, Punjabi company, yeah, yeah, publish the look of the We'll support the cause and we'll pay them when you ask. You know, okay, but actually, we're actually surprised because like well, this is better than some of our other branded. I'm not going to name brands. I'm not endorsing anybody. Our other branded garments. We're like, okay, wow. And goes, yeah, but it's hard to tell people show people quality from a photo. You have to physically buy an item to have it. You know. And you've got on obviously like the jacket now as well, and it does look quality. Yeah, I've seen is, the pictures. This is basically mine. So obviously, I've got my, I've got my, obviously the the Kisan logo. I'll show you here. That's the Kisan logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, we we made this as a sample uh, before January, and we made it, and then obviously we went all sustainable. So all our company is sustainable. 
and this isn't sustainable, so we can't make these. So people were truly like, yo, bro, how are you making a bomber jacket for yourself and not selling? I go, bro, I'm sorry, but it's just it's not sustainable. Yeah, bro, just make me on. You know, then people are like, <laughs> oh, like, don't worry about it. I go, bro, we have to stick to our guns. If we say something, we have to honor it. And I'm not a person to kind of go back on it. So I made it for myself. I'll make some more, but sorry, people. <laughs> I think people do have the perception, though, especially with like, um, and you, you, you'll probably be he- like sick of hearing the term of, of like influencer merch and them sort of things. But yeah, it's associated, yeah, yeah. If, if it's associated with like an influencer and, and you try to make your own brand then. But if, you, if you've went obviously down like the quality route that you have, and I've seen it on your other pictures as well, even the ones that you were posting today of the new collection mm-hmm. dropping, it does look obviously um, like you're just... Yeah, do you know what? I, I started the company probably the same kind of time I started my, my videos. So it wasn't like I made the clothing off of the videos. I just made right. it at a kind of similar kind of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of fortunate that I kind of caught it at the right time when I started my vids a couple of and I just kind of be going better and better and better. Uh, and obviously where we're at right now is probably the best we've ever made it. I mean, I, I come across other companies, other brands, other materials and other processes, let's say. I can tell how good a quality of a t-shirt or hoodie is just by a picture on Instagram. I can tell you if it's whack, of his good, they might gas it or they want to gas it again. I'm not knocking the brand because everyone's business model is different, you know. And I'm I'll, I'll go for the high end kind of market, but when they say we're ultra quality premium, I'm thinking, bro, why are you lying for? Like, <laughs> I can see what I can see what hoodie that is, but it's just one of them ones. But I don't want people in our community to have to have to have to basically buy poor garments or poor quality and have that kind of typical kind of mindset or up when they always make poor garments or, or poor quality. That's why I always tell people in my team up in Jab's Finest, we're here to set the bar. If your name is called Punjab's Finest, act the finest. Simple as that. That's why the name is that, because we want the best for the best people. You know, that, that's the kind of idea we've kind of always gone with. It does make sense. It really does. Um, 100%. And like, that, that's why I, I was saying, like, going back, as, as you said there, like, highlighting it to people who might not be aware. And then that's the re- like really good thing about the song was that obviously you had J1. Uh, attempts and, and all them in and sort of yeah, so branching they, it they up. wanted to be part of it i quickly asked them he told me because i asked this guy look i really feel passionate about this because look bro if you're passionate about it we're on it with you as well we don't mind doing the, all the verses with their own verses oh that's it. um he just kind of came like this is what we're doing so they said we'll get our own verses made and then just kind of that's me i mean that video that whole song in itself kind of shows one the diversity as well and mm-hmm. second the case of it's it's more of a humanity issue rather than just being a Punjab or Punjabi's issue. It's, it's a case where you're trying to take away people's rights. That's you know? it. So anyone that can understand someone's rights being taken away can stand for that. And that's why that kind of song kind of came about. The fact that these guys are like, you know what? It's a good concept you've got here going in terms of what you want to make as a song. We feel what you're kind of doing it for, why you're doing it. And we're on that, you see. Um, and again, obviously, Jazz, obviously, what is big voice in the background as well with the hook and that. I didn't know that I could sing like that, to be fair. My mom was like, bang. I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he, went, he went from Hello Darling songs to like, pow, like, okay. Okay, not Hello Darling, but you know, he's got nice, <laughs> nice, and that'd be something. <laughs> you know, watch that, yo, but what do you mean, what do you mean Hello Darling? <laughs> but you know, you know, it's all good, man. You know, when you are like actually on a shoot then, so like when he's, does he actually fully bell out the song in camera or is it just in yeah, the bro, studio? He, and he, then you... you know, he actually literally sang the song. He blared it. I mean, he's got the, the voice over it because they've got the music in the background, mm-hmm. but he was blaring. But he actually went for the, he actually went for the song, you know? So I'm, I'm never into music shoot before in my life. I just thought, yeah, probably either sing it with a minor, but yeah, he, he, the song was going on and he sang it as well. And his voice was over the song. Do you know what I mean? So he sang, sang it louder than the song. Yeah. Obviously when it gets edited, dubbed and stuff, you don't really hear that again. But we know, we know he's a real one out there. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And as you said there, like the diversity and I imagine growing up in Leicester, that, that, that sort of diverse upbringing was probably a part of it as i was saying to you before like mamasi lives in leicester i go down there quite a lot and it is a lot more diverse than say newcastle so what was that like growing up in that you know what? my my areas wasn't actually that diverse i live in the more like a predominant Gorda area you know like, belgia road which is literally like mini india yeah um east pot road is like kind of borderline punjab slash pakistan because the communities i would be just all the all the posh people in it the pot the posh the posh brown people as i say in it we're we're, we're the <laughs> With the elites and stuff, which is cool. But I live in a kind of Gordo, quite a mix and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a funky upbringing. I was around Gordo most of the time. A couple of thisies at my school as well. There's only kind of a group of us. And when I went to college, it just changed. Like literally, went from probably ten percent thisie 
and ninety percent, you know, Gordy, well, eighty percent Gordy, a mix, you know, everybody else, to a whole switch of being like ten percent Gordy in college and nine percent Brownfield. And I was like, bro, like, what's going on here? I did, some of the terminology from guys when they were speaking, I didn't get it. I was, he's like, you know, yo, why go my guy? I was like, I'm not your guy. You mean like your guy? You're like, you're right, mate. Now we're we're from a different area. We don't use the that term. I was like, he goes, oh, he means like, you know, as in mate. I was like. Okay, I thought Mama's trying to, trying to say some funky lyrics to you or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's certain areas of not not different, but they use different terminology. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So as I got up to college, so college and uni was just all brown folk, man. It was all just desi people, brown people. Um. Got to got to uni and stuff, and they're just like majority Punjabi people there as well. So so yeah. Fairs. Um. What one of the so the basically the live that I jumped in when we when you were um on on Insta Live a few days ago. And obviously that's how we sort of set this up. Mm. Speaking on um, basically like sort of being proud of your name. Don't like whitewash your name. Is that a thing that you had to go through before you got to college? Is that something that you... Um, I'm, I always use the word, the name Jazz. Um, people that kind of dissy say Jazz. Um, mm-hmm. It was always Jazz. Not a case of I didn't want to use my name. Um, just a case of it was just always kind of, it was just always easier. Um, but as time's gone on, it's like when people used to say to me as, as I got older and stuff, it's like, uh, what's your name? I'm like, yes, yeah, Jazz Winder um, or Just Winder. If, I mean, you can say Just Winder, but it's not the same as Jazz Winder in English because whatever, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, can, can I just call you Jazz? Um, what's your name, mate? My name's Neil. Can I call you Ne? Sorry, sorry what? They said, well, you said, can I call you Jazz? Can I call you Ne? But, but my name's Neil. Well, my name's Jazz Winder then. Oh right, yes, yes, okay, Jazz. You know what I mean? You don't tell someone not to do it. You give them a, you give them an example. Yeah, they remember that. You know, next time you ask another person, can I call you this? And then you might get some smart ass like me in front of you. That's like, oh, you know, it's one of them ones. So it's never a case of me being brought up. It was like you know, not saying my name or something. Um, I never really whitewashed it, but you know, the name to say it properly would be just Savinder. If somebody is going to say it, who's Punjabi. Uh, but someone who doesn't know my name might just say, you know, Jazz Winder, because that's how it's spelled. Now, I'm always not sure because we've not really got like a double U, meant to be like a Vava. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no actual double U we have, it's like a Vava. So technically, I think my name should be Just Savinder, because there's no W in our alphabet. Yeah, it's a good alphabet. So it's like, hmm. So I'm not really sure where I can stand on that one right now. I'm like, I don't know, you know, you know, but but I've never, I've never shortened it in sense of because I've never been proud. I just shortened it because it was either jazz or my people just people that know me just call me Billin by my surname. Billa, Billu, Billin, or Bill, you know. So there's many names that go go by or Billy. Some people think they're funny when Billy, I'm like, bro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lion, you're not a Billy, right? <laughs> but it's like it, it very I know some people who will generally whitewash the name because they're not proud of it. Or somebody finds it hard to say it and i tell people don't you feel the need to change yourself explain to someone how they need to kind of say your name and correct them not in a bad way in a, in a polite respectful manner because they generally might not know do you know yeah. what i mean it's like a case of people are like, oh, my name's this well don't be angry at person can't explain to them because they might not know they're none the wiser you know it's a, a case for learning people to learn you need to teach people as well you try and get being able to about someone getting your name wrong don't be offended by it because they generally might not know I've seen some African names, bro. I look at the paper, I think, bro, how do you even say that? You know, listen, bro, how do you say the name? You know, ask the person her saying, I can't be like, oh, your name's like, I'm not going to say your name right now, please, but you know, I'm just going to call you like Femme. Do you know what I mean? My name's not that. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know about that issue myself. I tell people, don't be, don't kind of hide your name or say a short name. And nowadays, there's less pride of being Punjabi. Now, I don't mean in a bad way. It's like, what do you define as being Punjabi? There's no kind of pride. Back in my day, my people my age, they were kind of more prouder. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure. How, how old are you? I mean, you don't have to tell me. But in, in what bracket are we saying? Like 20 to 30? 20 to 25? Yeah, 20 to 25. Oh, 24. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. care. 24. Uh, that's fine. So I'm in the 30 to 35 bracket. People in my age are proud. They're a different kind of pride and stuff. Nowadays, it's kind of a mishmash and a kind of bishbosh and stuff. People are kind of not, don't really want to associate just being Punjabi with pride. It's just like, yeah, Punjabi and and that's it, do you know what I mean? So it's that kind of thing, which is why I always tell people we want to kind of evoke that in some of the couples that we make from Punjab's finest, they have a sense of pride. I think people now, because we're the Kassan couple, they have that kind of pride. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, we're repping for the block. I call it P block, Punjab block. I call it, I call it P block, we're repping for P block right now. And we have a bit more sense of pride and have like you know, the culture, but heritage and the name and stuff. So it's a thing of kind of letting people know that, like, yo, you know, we're all kind of a community here. We should kind of be happy who we are, be proud of who we are, and let people know who we are as well. 
Um, said, I don't know if um, uh, I don't know if like what your thought could be on this, but perhaps like wh- when I see going down south, I see the more that up on it are, the less potentially proud they are because there's that many. You, there's no need. Like when you go to India, for example, when mm. you go to Punjab, some of the kids there probably don't know as much Dharmic sort of like their Sikhi background compared to say the schools over here because in the camps they inf- like make sure that you keep in touch with that sort of heritage but when you get that much population and it's surrounded by you then there's less of a less of a push to do that because it's like well you're surrounded by it anyway does that make sense yeah i mean in terms of that i mean there's two sides to this i mean i tell people we can't we can't confuse um being punjabi and being sikh you know mm-hmm. punjabi is a culture sikhi is a faith um we do tend to overlap them because of just how we are um, but they're two different things entirely. Some of the kids in India don't know Sikhi because they probably don't get taught it. It's a case of, you know what you know, your parents might tell you some stories, leave it at that, we're busy. Here, parents was working, you go to Punjabi school, if you can go to Punjabi school, you've got the internet, if you want to search something. But it's a case of why would you search it if you don't have a passion to search it? We want to see the new songs, we want to see the new lyrics of a Ghana, we want to check something else out, we want to learn some information, something news has come out we go and search it. Some people don't really care about history, heritage and culture until someone sticks it on someone, asks them a question and you feel like crap. Not because you can't answer it because when you don't know, but you think, you know what, yeah, I could have found this out if I wanted to. I chose not to research. I chose not to know this kind of stuff and I look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. It's not the kind of embarrassment, the fact that you don't know. It's more a case of like, you didn't have the need or want or desire to learn about this and lock it away in your brain should there be one day when someone asks you a question and you know about it. I'm not saying I'm the most knowledgeable person myself. I know what I know and I, I can probably go and research other stuff as well. But, you know, some of the basic stuff that we kind of need to be taught or should know, some of us don't know. And it's not a, it's not even the person's mistake themselves. It's just a case of our lifestyle. Um, I can't even blame upbringing. Everyone's got their own life. Everyone's got their own kind of their setup of how they live their life and stuff. So you can't really kind of point fingers at anybody. But it's a case of we need to kind of do a bit more for ourselves because give it two, three generations, and you're going to hear about, yeah, back in the day, my baba, he could speak Punjabi back in the day, he could speak Punjabi, or Punjabi, he could he could speak, I don't know what he said though, he's going to get to that level, do you know what I mean, that's going to be a shame when he gets to that, because it's just going to be like, yo, we didn't actually do anything for a few generations, we said, yeah, we're Punjabi, or, you know, we're Bangla, Bali, Bali, other some dumb crap, but that's not really being Punjabi, do you know what I mean, it's a, it's a whole different kind of vibe in Punjabi as well. well. I think that's sort of like, um, you see it now, to be fair, you see some people, are already like that, probably my age uh, uh, that I know, uh, like in the early twenties. And obviously, there were the other end, uh, other end of the spectrum of like really overtly sort of like proudly Punjabi as well. The example I used with Sikhi probably wasn't the best one, but the, the sort of thing no, I meant was. Get, but it's not wrong what you said because yeah. many people say how uh, you say it. It's not the wrong. It's the fact that Punjab as a state, which is annexed state in India, um, is basically predominantly Punjabi, and Sikhi came from there. So I understand how it kind of lays on. No, no. So the example I was trying to use was that like, if you're surrounded by the culture, there's less pressure to be like, uh, to to force it on a kid. Whereas when you're sort of removed from that culture, then you sort of force the child to sort of like uh, pick up these things. So the traditions aren't lost, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it depends as well. One on parents, second upbringing. I know people who've had brown people and this people around them and their Punjabi is dreadful. I'm not knocking them for it, Mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking like, bro, 18, 19 years old, when you've got three guys around you, Babidibi around you, and you did not know how to speak Punjabi um, as a base. Writing and reading is another matter because you have to go and learn that, yeah? But the speaking part, I'm thinking, bro, I know people are thinking like, wow, how did you, it's it's like, it's like when some people, I know some, I know some Aparibanda, they'll knock some Gore because they're, they're, you know, they're common, they speak very common English and they're, they're very poor at, writing and reading in English. I'm thinking like, bro, you lived in a brown house and you got Baba, Bibi and two parents from India. How did you not learn Punjabi? You know, you're, you're looking at other, other Gordon and laughing at them, but thinking, bro, you're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. They they can get by by doing what they're doing, but you kind of get by. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of, not comparing people, but it's a crazy one. So it all just depends on your upbringing, the people, even your friends as well around you as well. When I was at school, I had a few Desi Bundi around me, didn't really speak that much Punjabi there. Um, but it's just a case of I spoke at home. I, I worked in a taxi office with my mother and dad. All Bundi, all Hodji Bundi, all Desi Bundi, all Bindu rares, isn't it? So that's what my Punjabi is the way it is. Because if I didn't go there, I probably wouldn't be the way it is. I could still speak it, read it, and write and stuff. 
but probably wouldn't be speaking it as much. Um, you get that like next level of understanding of like the proper rare words of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rare words, the kind of the context of saying certain things, the the, the sentences, giving an answer, giving a jawab back to somebody. Only a person who rolls with this Hebrews can give this the answers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, if, yeah. You, if you say to me, like, oh, I'll be like, Tiga. You know, just normal person will say Tiga. You know what I mean? That's it's a like different kind of twang to it where it's like you, you say something and then some. You know, you carry on the convo. Other people are like, oh, no, I'm Hanji Tiga. They leave it there because, like, you know what? I just want to cut the conversation there. I don't know what I was to say to my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I get it. I get it. And uh, I, I'm not proclaiming to be the best or anything at, at Punjabi. I, I can get about, I had similar experiences to yourself as, as like my parents speaking it in the house and mm-hmm. obviously having like uh, like businesses, uh, family businesses up here and speaking in them sort of yeah, context. Sure, sure. So you do, you do pick them things up, but it is, uh, it's interesting because I feel like I've, I'm quite observant, I'd like to think. So like when I look at other people and see like, oh, why is their Punjabi maybe less or better or then then maybe their friends when they're both from like a similar background? But as you say, it's it, very it, complex. It, there, there, there's many factors in that. I mean, we can't really go in too much into it, but in, in the sense of speaking it, if people speak it around you and they're proud to speak it around you, you feel more proud to speak it around them. Yeah. But if you're kind of holding back to speaking it because you're a bit shy, you're a bit embarrassed by it, I get that. On top of that, your friends might mock you for speaking the way you speak and stuff. Mm-hmm. That gives more pressure. So then you kind of don't want to speak it out. I mean, yeah, I make videos where I've got like hundred to see kid. I make the videos mockery in terms of general because people can relate to it. But if someone said something wrong, I'd correct them. Bro, you want to say it like this one? And in like a nice way because laughing at someone trying to say something in Punjabi um, and they're feeling kind of embarrassed because they said it wrong and you don't help them. You know, you, you know better for these people. You know, you want to keep the bully alive but you don't do anything for the body to keep it alive. Someone's trying to speak the language right over there right now, and you're trying to mock him or mug him off because he didn't say it right. Teach him. Say, bro, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the way you want to say it. I mean, easier to say that. I mean, yeah, it's all funny laughing with your friends, but someone needs to listen, bro. Say like this, and then, you know, it gives them more confidence. You know, if you keep falling over somewhere and no one picks you up, you're going to probably just think, I'm going to stay down here on the floor, man. I'm just here. I'm fine here, man, because I can't be asked to get back up again and fall again. Do you know what I mean? But someone puts a hand out to you, set the hands, you get me. That's my take on it anyway, because comedy is comedy, but real life is real life. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%, 100%. I completely agree. Like, uh, I try to speak as much as I can with more so in the house and things, because I know if I make a mistake, it will be corrected immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So then you can learn from that. And then obviously, like, when you're out and about and you need to speak Punjabi, um, then at least you'll have that sort of footing that, you know, you can hold your own. You have that confidence because, you know, the galti I've already been done in the house and yeah. you learn from them or over Punjabi school, like when I was a kid as well. But yeah, as yeah. you mentioned there, the comedy, let, let's sort of switch into that because you mentioned the the uh, the accents of like the, I, I call it like Gora Punjabi, yeah? when you speak Punjabi, but with like a Gora accent. And yeah. <laughs> me, you smash that out of the park, yeah. And you've got like you've got the Starbucks white girl Punjabi on lock, yeah. The yeah, amount yeah, of times yeah. that you, yeah, that one, that one. I crease too much with them. Man said Starbucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, one of, you know, you uh, yeah, know yeah, that type of girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want it, one of them ones, one of them ones. But um, how do okay? So like, obviously we said before you're very creative. You've got the clothing as well, and and this is sort of a, another creative outlook. But were you like always? The funny kid at school and stuff as well like when did this sort of develop um i was always mocking life i was always taking the piece let's say of life and just i was always the one that could crack the bands and stuff but i never really kind of did anything with it one day i picked the camera off you know let's just do some muggery in it i mean i wasn't really i wasn't really kind of affluent with instagram i wasn't really want into the social media hype i yeah, take a picture chat some waffles pick you know i wasn't really bothered about that kind of stuff, you know I mean? I literally just did it for bands, just, just for fun and jokes. And then I told me, I thought, let me just make these videos. Because I tell people, right, people, you, I can say stuff and I can say it straight and it's going to butt hurt people. And they're, they're bum off off the Twitch like that, you know, and they get offended by it. But when you make it into a video and it's comedy, it hurts less. It's like, <laughs> I feel it, but <laughs> it's a joke. Though, really. he's, he's, he's joking, right? <laughs> but that's even, it's actually serious, but it, you can get away with it because it's comedy. Because you're actually reenacting a situation, a scenario, or dialogue or concept you know so the more i kind of got into it i just thought you know what yeah what's stopping me from kind of really pushing the belt out there um and going for actual stuff people don't really talk about or say they think it but no one kind of raises the awareness of it or second of all no one creates something creative for people to kind of view 
and visualize and take in and, and kind of share. Um, so that's it. I mean, I, I have no kind of buffer for my videos. I've had to kind of calm down um, on some because my mom asked me to calm down because she goes, oh, I'm in a phone and they look at their honor. You know, because obviously one or two, we've got one or two phone. I'm not, not saying I care about the phone calls, but I don't want her to feel a bit too funny about it. So I had to tone down some of these videos I was going to make with one or two girls. They're like, you know, I'd, I'd one I did when I was like the, the, the crazy mama, the turkey mama, and obviously I like a gory email or something in it. Mom goes, oh, I was mom, it's just a village of baby. So I was like, all right, say, so I have to kind of, I've only been raining because of that. Everything out is, is a free for man. Talking about concepts, talking about ideas, fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, kids, parents, you know, everything else that, that they talk about, don't really say in, in brown households. The funny thing is, right, I'd say 90% of the things that I make or call create don't actually happen in my household at all. They don't even happen at all. I've just got a creative mind. People say, like, yo, bro, your house must be wild. It's probably really isn't wild at all. It isn't wild at all. You just played on the stereotypes that obviously, like, these things do happen in our communities. That's what I, I think comedy is probably one of my, like, like favorite things to watch on Netflix. I'll just go through the comedy specials, like Ricky Gervais yeah. and, and Kevin Hart and things. But the reason they're funny is because they touch on, like, actual things that are happening, taboo topics, things that sometimes are actually serious as well. But yeah, yeah. you yeah, can get away with talking about it because you're putting it in a joke format. It actually, similar to say like the Kassan song, it actually raises awareness on that issue, but in a way that is sort of more easily accessible to, to people. Yeah, yeah. So I did the one about the Kassans, about how certain people weren't raising the awareness. I was like, hi, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I wonder, I forgot what I think it was, I'm a makeup artist, or I'm a DJ, you know, I'm not really talking about it. Just, just mugging. I'm not, I wasn't trying to fire a shot to them that these people in the industry directly but people all know people like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, you know, you're sitting there not raising awareness. Like I said to you, your choice, you want to raise awareness because, you know, business is business, as I say. But, you know, it's just the kind of, you can give a story, you can make a concept, an idea, everybody kind of feels and kind of relates to, but it's serious, but at the same time, it's kind of funny. And people think, you know what, I know people like that. I find it funny because I know some idiots like that. So yeah, you know, I'm going to tag my friends on this. I'm going to share it with so-and-so. And off you go. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, um, a lot of um, um, inboxes for that one itself, and a few more other ones and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So there's obviously someone that kind of just went kind of banging stuff. So you saw that ones, but comedy is a great way to talk about serious topics, um, to raise awareness. Second of all, to kind of get certain concepts and issues viral because people understand it. Um, so that's probably what I do right now. I mean, I've not really been doing any recently because I've been so busy with the Kisan stuff and the Kapuri and stuff. So. I wouldn't say I've stopped making them. I just kind of put them on hold because video is going to come and go. I can make one tomorrow. I can make one next week. But this kind of movement right now and what we're trying to kind of create for the Kassans and just kind of support them, this is now. This is now. So this might last for four months, six months, eight months. Now I'm at a point now where we can kind of like just keep supporting the cause now and I get back onto my videos. But the first three, four, three, four months, bro, bro, it's mad, man. It was honestly, everyone already wants a brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm shitting you not. Yeah, when you have to pack parcels, bro, bruh, packing parcels, lipeto, bandkaro, tagla, yeah, man, I swear to God, never seen so many bags in my life, bro. But <laughs> but again, it's for a good course. I'm not knocking it, but it would help next time I had a team, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, did you do everything yourself for the first one? Oh, I've got I've got my family to prepare to do it, so I want my family to help me with everything else. I don't think we kind of comprehended the amount of work involved. I mean, we've done orders, bro. Like, I mean, think about that. I mean, think about the sense of like the profit raised. That's just the profits of the garments that we, the money it's cost to make the garments to make certain things, the timing and the packing as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it take it took time. Sometimes I was going to the post office with four big jolly, like our Santa Claus, bro. I'm joking, like four big, 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 big things on my mother. People are bringing over, bro. Where's this guy walking? Like, thing, good thing for me was because the other place I go, people think I work for Royal Mail. So I never queued in. I was like, yeah, go right to the front. Oh, he must be, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, go on, mate. You must be you working here. Like, yeah, 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 working here. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, at least that's a good thing. So, yeah, because of because of that, I was holding back from the videos and stuff. So, but yeah, after this week, I'm back on it, man. So yeah, just um, just, just hold the thought. Some new ones coming out soon, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. From like, so when did, when did you start posting videos on Instagram? Like how many years ago? I think ago? I started doing it probably uh, end of 2017. So I started doing end of end of 2017, probably um, October time, September October time 2017, and then um, I started my company November 9th, 
for my birthday. But yeah, happy birthday to me. Let's start clothing brand. You get me? So, yeah. so yes, yeah, so October time. I did a few before on YouTube um, and Insta for like gym comedy, gym gym mockery, certain guys. Because I know me, there's some dungo in the gym, bro. And me and my mate just love laughing at these guys. And thought, let's just make a few videos out of that for YouTube and have a bit of banter and stuff. So case of from probably there went on to like kind of Punjabi skits, Punjabi comedy stuff. So I mean, so that's probably the, um, the catalyst, let's say, was um, one or two YouTube videos about gym and fitness and stuff. Um, and yeah, man. Yeah, 2017, I'd say. Did anybody like influence you? Like when you watched other people, did you think like actually what they're doing is is sort of uh, is sort you know of what, inspirational? Bro, I don't. To be fair, I never really watched any. I was never a YouTube person. To be fair, bro, I don't even. I didn't even watch many people. Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of seen people like in the past odd video like AKTV, mm-hmm. um, Just Rain, uh, Lily Singh. Um, Kevin Hart, um, that um, what's that guy's name? Dapel. Name is Dapel. Dapel. Like Dave Chappelle. That's the one, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's that that guy. Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> I know the guy's voice, but I forget my man's name in it. So I've just kind of come across these people in the past. with kind of video, a small or not, that cat, that cat Williams. Is it Cat Williams as well? Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a funny brother, man. <laughs> he, his his back comments here, bro. He's a real G man. So I like that kind of stuff more. Where you're firing a shot at a person, like just tar, like just, just you know. But I've seen everyone else's kind of other content here and there, but I never really watched it in, in the kind of stuff of anybody. Mm-hmm. I just picked up and I just started kind of doing it. I think I probably saw it more as I started to look or be in social media more. You know, I think more things pop up, start seeing more people, you get sent more content, you get sent more of the stuff. Then I started seeing these names kind of pop up a bit more. But before that, yeah, it didn't really kind of see much to be fair, man. Yeah, 100% similar. Similar, like in that sense, is that like I thought, um, oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start a dissy podcast. Yeah, nobody's been doing this shit. Started it, I'd be like, fuck me, the shit loads of these, but they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, there's loads, bro. There's loads of people that do podcasts. To be fair, you know, no, no, I didn't know any of this shit beforehand. I was like, what? Is, it's, it always comes down to what? How do you say this? What value do you add? Is probably the best way I can explain someone. If you're gonna do something, be creative or brand or podcast or anything. What value do you or your company add to the people and to the world? If you can answer that question, it makes doing something easier. You know, you can have a passion for it, mm-hmm. but what value does it add to the world? Because as much as a podcast is nice that you want to do, if you like it, it's great. But if you get no views or no one listens to it for a year, then it's like, what am I doing it for? I'm not saying you're doing it for that reason. Yeah. If, you, if rather than just making a podcast, you think, well, what value can I add? That's once you've got the answer to that, everything cruises, bro. So the only thing for my company is that I want to kind of raise awareness for certain topics and issues in brand households and the general world, create into a skit or comedy where we can relate to the kids, the mothers, the dads, the uncles, and the brown people, and any other community if need be being in context of a certain issue or um, a problem or let's say uh, something to kind of talk about. So that's that's where the value is added from my stuff. Yours is going to be the people you kind of bring on your podcast, things you talk about, um, people's insight onto the world and stuff, and just kind of growing that. Do you know what I mean? So you've got added value there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me that question, what's, how do you add value? Like, oh, well, um, you know, that's well, if you're stuttering on that, I tell people, reassess what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Feel a bit fucking extra pressure after that little speech. There, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, as that guy says on Insta, no pressure. You know what no, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> From from obviously like when you're growing social media wise and you're getting more views on your videos, talking about pressure, like how how has that sort of impacted? I'm assuming the first couple of videos was just like pick up a phone, get like I don't know if did you have like even scripts or anything back then? Do you have scripts? Bro, I, I went I went straight into uh, actual camera and scripts, bro. Yeah, I went straight into tar. I just thought, yeah, jump in the deep end, bro. Let's see what I've got in it. Let's see you swim or not. So. It's just one of them ones. I mean, some people use their phone still, which is great. I tell people it's not a case of what you use. Again, it doesn't really matter to what you use. I mean, you've got your little kit set, um, kit set up there as well. I can get a camera. I can get lighting. But if my content's whack, why does it matter what I'm using? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that, but- that becomes, that becomes your, your, your equipment becomes obsolete because you yourself are the person that is the driver of whatever you're doing. So I thought, you know, I get a camera. I don't want to have a phone. I want to have a stand or something. 
probably didn't need the camera before, but me being me, yeah, let's buy one. Go on, a big man over here. Buy a camera, start around some scripts and take us nervous, you know what I mean? So in terms of social media itself, I don't, I don't really get bothered by comments and um, inboxes. I mean, I, people, some people just chat bare crap, bro. Some people chat bare waffles in it. Through year and through all, I'm thinking, you know what, yeah, does he pay my bills? Does she pay my bills? No. Why are you going to bother about it? You know I mean? I'm not going to see this person. If I see this person out there on the street, they're not going to say shit to me in person. Because I know that, yo, if I say something in my mind, he'll say something back to me fourfold, and then I'm going to be humbled like an idiot because now I'm going to say nothing back to the guy and I don't really want the smoke in the person. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't mind having a verbal talk with someone on the street, bro, because I find it funny. It's entertaining. It's like, oh, you want to say some bullshit? Go on, bro. Big man, come on in. With your nice little, little tight little bend, innit, bro? What, what size are you, bro? <laughs> 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 it, oh, it's the the tight little. Honestly, bro, it's funny. I've had, I've, had, I've had one or two people chat waffles. So one time I was I was in town. Yeah, I was in town one time. I won't say where, because um, if I say where, some people were there, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So walking in town, going to going past the bar, someone shouted my name, my IG name, and I was like, all right, bro, safe here. He goes, yeah, your videos are shit. I was like, okay, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, they're whack. I was like, yeah, cool, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, innit? Have a good night though, and it stay blessed, my G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should stop now, bro. They're dead, man. Well, bro, if they're dead, why are you a rascal watching them for them? Why are you watching them? I go, bro, you know, you're, you're quite cute, bro. You know, look at your five foot five brother out there. Hey, bro, someone give this guy some dress and heels right now. Let me take you out, bro, for night tight in it, bro. Come on, you're looking cute, man. Got no daddy on you or something. You know, the tight little pen, tight little shirt, bro. You could wear a blouse, bro. Come on. And he's like, ooh, bro, it's so funny, bro. Because he literally thought I'd get angry at him, and it wasn't the case. I just thought, okay, you want to have a verbal altercation? Let's dance, bitch. Go on, I don't mind it right now, innit? I guess, brother, I guess, brother, I could tell you what, brother, if you wore heels, brother, you're still five foot seven right now. I got girls taller than you, brother. Do you know what I'm saying? But you're cute, though, innit? Go do some squats, though, bro. When you get that big chisel and stuff, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> brother, honestly, bro, people that were there, if they watched this, they'd be like, yeah, we were there, bro. We've we seen you have my other jokes. But I find it funny, though. It's entertaining. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to start chatting shit to people for no reason, then expect the smoke back. <laughs> That's have what I say to him. Have you ever thought of doing stand-up comedy? Because honestly, like, yeah, I bro, feel like it, bro, I've got like a first world like ticket right now to fucking. I'm laughing my head off. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not really. I mean, not, I'm not really feeling the stand-up thing. To be fair, I mean, and plus you do with hecklers with that story. You'll definitely do with hecklers if you get any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hecklers are yeah. The hecklers are funny because they're. But it's it's one of the ones where you have to kind of be in that kind of that zone to do stand-up as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, people think, yeah, yeah, you could do it. I mean, I appreciate you saying I could do it, but it's, I think it's a different dynamic to stand on stage and have a story flowing. Because it is script based in your head. You need to have a certain kind of a story for the whole kind of show, really. You start yeah. from here, I think there, you're going to come back to the video, the story, uh, the first one you kind of said, then go to another story, come back to the first one again. It is, it, it, it's, it's an art. You know, so but see, you know, like not- most most people don't even know that part. So like you even knowing, like obviously, I, as I say, I fucking watch shitloads of comedy specials. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like obsessed with them. And like yourself, it's it is an art form. Like Ricky Gervais for me is like the goat, and he yeah, yeah, he has his, and but he sort of went similar to uh, yourself. He he started with the Office first. He got like co- um, comedian of the year without doing a stand up special. He he just got it from the office, then went into like uh, stand up and, and obviously formulated the shows that he did. Yeah, no, if you've got stories, then you can't lose. If you have a story and it actually happened, you can't lose because mm-hmm. you can you can do the whole you can read out the whole thing, how you're standing, how she was standing, how how what he what he said, what she said. It's just in your head. It's just there. I mean, sometimes you can create something for the banter lyrics. But in essence, the story is kind of always there. And it's about kind of relaying that story in a certain manner or fashion where people can kind of find the funny side of it. Because I've seen some people do stand up, bro, and it's just like, yeah, bro, if that's me on the stage there, man, I wouldn't want to go there right now. But it's one of them ones, though, do you know what I mean? But it's not something I'd say I'd write off, but it doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really appeal to me right now. I like to do the kind of skit kind of stuff. I want, I want to get more people involved to do kind of skits and actual small movies and small videos. Mm-hmm. I find them kind of more, more. I find them more insane to be fair. More kind of like directing slash producing type thing. Has that so has going back to the original question? Has that changed from the first few videos that you did, which just picking up a phone and sort of cracking on, to to now? Like obviously, I've seen the latest one that you you did in like a, a, in a shop, the the latest Instagram post, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. obviously like a two. I think that's a two part video as well. So the next one's going to come out soon. Um, so like obviously that's obviously like you've got a location. I imagine you did a script beforehand. You've got people coming in to sort of play roles and things. Like 
the production yeah, levels yeah. holy holy going up as well on that side yeah so i just started with it just a, 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 with a camera in my car doing a doing a phone concept uh, where i want talking to my boy on the phone and just reenacting what happened and so the first one i kind of banged out properly was that massage video um that my dad and mum end up realizing and finding out about <laughs> but it was just a phone call so from the phone calls to actually doing actual characters and stuff um, and now to the point about trying to get more people involved. It's hard now with the current kind of climate, current situation where mm-hmm. there's COVID, trying to get people together, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I'm, I'm still going to do the ones from home on my ones. Um, but again, because I've been kind of preoccupied with the farmer stuff, I've just kind of put everything on a hold. That one that shot there was basically, so Tana had a new song coming out called Hennessy. And he goes, look, how many get you to jump on to like a like a, a pre pre movie pre video pre a pre music video skit? Um, so I was like, yeah, we can do that, no problem. So that kind of came about. Made a script for that. So yeah, cool, let's run it. Got the shop. Went to a shop in Aldbury, uh, Birmingham, for the guys giving the guys um, a shop. So shout out to my man giving the shop for free for a couple of hours because he had to shut shop for recorded certain scenes. And and then um, and then yeah, but again, when there's more people involved, it's better. Not because there's more people involved, but it's because I can have other people in the in the works. I don't mind doing other characters, but it's just like, bro, my butter and all of them. So like, I'm here, <laughs> I'm there. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's not bad if you can make a skip, but it's nice when you've got a variety of people because you get a feel of an actual environment. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them ones. I mean, I still do the home ones if I can stay do at home. I, I'm happy to do them. If you want to start doing actual kind of like, you know, um, enact, reenactment, reenacting things in shops, in stores, in locations, at events, you need to get more people involved because mission is trying to change a couple of back and forth out and about, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of them ones, man. So yeah, started a literally from the camera in the car, started doing more um, kind of character-based stuff. I think character-based probably, you know, the way forward. I can still go and do one in my car because they're my original ones. If I do a car one, it's like, yeah, they, these are OG videos that back in the day ones when he first started. So I can still do them with the script that I do. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's no limitation to that because like I say to you, it's just it's being creative. To create content is never hard. It's to create creative content, which is hard. Do you know what I mean? Because you can, anyone can make a podcast, but you can't make a podcast. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just like you can make a video or skit, but can you make a real good skit? That's actually going to get leverage in some way. So I'm going to share it, going to comment on it. And it resonates with people. Is there a tangent to it as well? You see what I'm saying? There's many factors, which do why some people start doing certain things and they fall off the bandwagon. You probably know a few people that started podcasts as well a couple of months ago and now they're doing it. I know a couple of people that did videos as well. They stopped doing it. One, because their heart wasn't in the first place. Second, they probably saw someone doing it thought, yeah, I can do that. And thirdly, that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of them ones. You've got to have the heart for it, the creativity for it as well, and the, and the why are you doing it? Where do you add value? Answer the questions, yeah. You're gonna be, you're gonna make it in one day in life, isn't it? So that's my advice to that man. Yeah, no, fair enough. Like, and as you said there, like, obviously you write a script, and before you said that, your your mum sort of said rein it in a tiny bit because it's just getting a bit too many phone calls. Like, what, what? Uh, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's madness, bro. Like, so I basically I did a, I did a, a video of a massage parlor. Not how it works. I worked in taxi offices, and we used to have customers go to massage parlors and tell us the stories. That's how I know about this because somebody there does even day night at four in the morning. So are you sure it's not personal experience? I went, what's that? Are you sure it's not personal experience? Is that just no, all a, a cover up? Shout out to my girl Diamond doing things. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, I remember one time when somebody went one time and I remembered it. And he was telling one of my minds a story. I thought, you know what? I'll be sick to do that, reenacting that, that video there, man, like doing the video in it. So I did that. I goes, oh, jita bokutabandaya. I mean, I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to massage. I'm going to get a I want to get a proper massage. Mama sent me the next massage parlor thing, and I wasn't really ready for that because you start on top of me and I start putting hand down my pajama and stuff. And I was like, bro, why weren't here? So I did that in Punjabi and stuff, innit? And it's like, yo, so obviously some anti people saw it. Tom and Mama, oh, Benji, oh, they're going to need to do that. Yo, Kenda, they're going to have to follow this and that. You know what I mean? It sounds 10 times worse in Punjabi. I was like, oh, God. And I had this phone call, and Mom put it on loudspeaker. Mom was like, yeah, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it, I'm going to She didn't, but she backed me in. So shout out to her backing on that one. Um, and then freaking after about six months later, my well, dad was in, in Punjab, innit? He rang me, huh? I was like, oh fuck, what this is gonna be? 
ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਇਹ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਤੂੰ ਉੱਥੇ ਗਿਆ ਹੋ ਤੇ ਮਸਾਲ ਪਾਲਰ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਆਪ ਸੋਚੋ ਜਦ ਮੈਂ ਗਿਆ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਬਣਾਈ ਸੀਗੀ ਹਾਂ ਕਹਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਤੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਸਹੀ ਆ ਤੇਰੀ ਮੈਂ ਬਣਾਈ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਮੈਂ ਫੋਨ ਤੇ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿਸੇ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਮੈਂ ਡਰਾਮਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਨਾਟਕ ਮੈਂ ਕੀਤਾ ਤੇ ਮੈਂ ਰਿਕਾਰਡ ਕੀਤੀ ਹਾਂ ਪਰ ਜੋ ਹੋਇਆ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਨਾਮ ਉਹ ਕੀਤਾ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਦੇ ਡਰਾਮਾ ਜਿਹਾ ਬਣਾਤਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਤਾਂ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਫੈਲ ਗਈ ਹੋਣੀ ਮੈਂ ਇਹਦੇ ਬਾਰੇ ਕੀ ਕਰਾਂ ਹੁਣ ਨਾ ਠੀਕ ਆ ਚਾ ਚਾ ਮੈਂ ਮੈਂ ਤਾਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਮੈਨਾਂ ਫਾਜ਼ਿਲ ਤੇ ਪੁੱਛਣ ਦਾ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਆਮ ਵਨ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਮਾਈ ਇਜ਼ ਮਾਈ ਪਲੇਸ ਆਸਕੀ ਵਾ ਗੋ ਆਨ ਆਸ ਦਾ ਯਾ ਨੋ ਇਟਸ ਫਾਈਨ ਆਫਟਰ ਦਾ ਦੇਨ ਆਸ ਨੋ ਸਿਮਟ ਬੀ ਫੇਰ ਵੀ ਸਟਿਲ ਗੋਟ ਅ ਫਿਊ ਆਦਰ ਮੈਸੇਜਸ ਔਰ ਕਮੈਂਟਸ ਔਰ ਆਬਰਨੇ ਆਮ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਨ ਆ ਡਿਡ ਵਨ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਦਾ ਫੰਕੀ ਮਾਮਾ obviously i'm the young guy like mama was going on he's over the gordy there he goes oh, i'm doing a massage he's all doing he's all like i forgot what i did i think it's stretching or something or doing some exercise or something kind of like just laying on top of her doing stretches just just doing dumb stuff you always get them funky mama you get me yeah yeah and then um freaking and then mama's like oh to just sit the naga the car to the bed the bed nanga i was topless in bed yeah and i wasn't nanga for start she looky ki go get it did look if look look i think you know if i looks a little bit bad because they see banda i get it but it wasn't actually that bad to be fair but I looked, oh, you know what to be fair i'll i'll chill them ones um but you know bunde bro i got bad paji godi gone paji oh paji you know them bunde paji is that is that paji is id page oh bro shut your mouth bro man sit your ass back down what are you bunde man it's funny like you see uh, obviously there's there's like yourself and like a few others who do skits um some some dar popping to mind and i yeah, say yeah, yeah. any any type he uses i think he uses the same goodie basically in every single video like that he has like a, a female like uh, actress i guess or, or whatever in it and all the comments are just what's it up just what's it up straight away just what's yeah, it's like calm that's, down that's, fam that's all they care about because i've been in the gym scene for quite a lot yeah i know so many goodie and a big fat and big you know so i'm just thinking like, i could bring these into the skits and, stuff, and they're down these goodie and they're like yo just pull us in man but when they're going to be like you're going to start bombarding them yeah i mean like, yeah, you know, i'm going to let you know when and how and stuff i'm always tempted to do just to piss these bunda cuz oh paji tu patli hai tu unhe jaan de paji ke chakkar ke inna bande inna bande ke laga this like yo bugger bro it's friend paji sadi friend bra de hona yeah yeah bro they just they just get just so crazy bro to be fair because obviously i've been in that kind of that gym scene with most people that i know all in shape or they all kind of fit you know slim trim kind of like big butt small waist that kind of thing you know, wearing all the leggings and the kind of sports bra things they're all that kind of scene in it up and up when they see that bro yeah they get a bare bella boy even when i used to the gym well, i went to a gym before wasn't it yeah um, and there's like one or two two bunday that used to have bare acker in there bro like bare big able to you know they thought that was like the big the big dons of the gym and i was like and i said you're right i guess what you think and thing yeah but you better for no reason I was like, all right safe then I'll see how you man are moving in it and I see them always use a try on with this one or two goodie in the gym in it all these like these like little pretty little things in it they didn't they didn't know that no I mean one time I went up to up jumpy jumpy pali as hide in your care guys I'm going to hold you for five more seconds yeah don't don't get paranoid I'm just going to do a little drama here just just okay yeah I'm going back okay yeah yeah bro I can see him in the mirror yeah oh it is fine this is like after that day bro yeah walking gym why has he got ਅਸੀਗਾ it's the yeah, most oh, simple mate. fucking like honestly if you go into message someone like that yeah just just google what you're going to say beforehand in it just don't do some of that bro listen cause... i'm telling you right now every every band out there thinks he's casting over <laughs> every brother thinks he's casting over out there and only when they send a message do they realize yeah the little banjo <laughs> that's it but i'm telling you bunde this how it works bunde i've i know so many composed bunde so many composed bunde the second a brother out there see the ting or sorry ting a girl that he likes yeah they yeah. forget their bearings bro they don't know what's going to go on what's going to happen yeah and they'll just they'll, they'll just move mad and because they they the mind hell yeah and tell god look can you compose like just don't get too excited you uh, same gym go we we same gym go for and she gets look what's your boy who's your boy this guy say hello hi in the gym oh he's not my boy he's not <laughs> my brother oh yeah but you say hi to him i say hi to him out of courtesy because i might see my mother goddaughter that's about it <laughs> 
Otherwise, <laughs> scrap my man. I'm not his boy. Don't have his boy. He kept messaging her. Start, tried a video caller one time, bro. Brother tried a video caller. Not even she ain't responding back to my man. Video caller, bro. Fucking hell. No, that's smashed it. I, I really enjoyed this whole conversation, to be fair. So and blessed, man. All the links for your, your Instas, uh, Punjab's finest clothing to, to go support over there um, will all be left in the, the link in the description. But just before we finish, I ask every single guest the same five questions in like a quick fire fashion uh, just to finish it off. Um, oh, well, did you send me the email for these, by the way? No, I was joking. My face dropped that as a hell as I was supposed to. It's still in the post, isn't it? It's a, the chitty will be coming to your door tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fire, fire away, my daughter. Fire away, my girl. Fire away, so good. So, uh, first question is what are you most proud of? Oh, you, these kind of questions, bruh. Like, what I'm most proud of. Give me, give me examples. When I work, when I circle, I really don't know what I'm proud of. It's just, it's just anything that comes to your mind first of what, what, what makes you proud of something that you've done or something that you're about to do or anything. I'm proud. Of, oh, you know, <laughs> proud, bro. Bro, you're really stuck here, man. I can answer bare questions, you know, quick, quick fire answers. But, bro, this, these ones, yeah, <laughs> bro, yeah. I think I'm probably proud of myself for not letting social media dictates me as a person i think i feel that social media can sometimes really change a person and who they are and how they kind of progress in life i'm just fortunate and proud that i didn't kind of get sucked into it and change just kind of how i see things in it you know so that's probably the thing i'm gonna say i know it sounds probably a bit vain but you know it's one of them ones you know i'm just proud that i didn't get pulled in and i lose myself no uh- yeah. That's good. That's good. See, all that w- with the weight that answer was with yeah, the weight. Yeah, bro, like that kind of answer, like, what proud of what? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm proud. I'm also, I'm also proud. I know I'm proud that nobody ever beat my school record in year nine for throwing a discus over 32 meters. <laughs> I'm proud about because no brother. I'm telling you, bro. People push for that. Yeah, and you know, close to someone got 18 meters, bro. Yeah, you might know about that. 32 meters versus 18 meters. Yeah, yeah. Shut down it. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to? As in from today. From today onwards, what is something in the future that you are looking forward um, to? Two things, really. One, um, just the progress of my brand Pajama's finest. Just the fact that we're taking quality literally up against the big boys, like the French brands, the Italian brands, the German brands. So we're literally going to be fight, not really fighting against them, but fighting on power of their processes, their quality, their print styles, their print methods, and just kind of how they create items. So that's one. Second of all, I'm looking forward to the fact we're getting out of all this bullshit, really lockdown malarkey, because I want to start doing more content where I'm out and about. Um, so yeah, um, that's the kind of plan forward. Just them two things. Content, better content for the masses, and two, kapare, better kapare for the masses. What is your biggest motivation? Biggest motivation. Mm, that's a hard one. <laughs> biggest what, motivation. It doesn't even have to be the biggest. What are a few that just a few things that motivate you? What is it motivates me? The fact that I'm not going to get this life again. Every day that passes, I don't get that day back again. I lose that day. I lose the day to breathe. I lose that time. I lose what I saw that day. Just that, really, you know. So it was a case of like, I literally got like keep going just doing what i'm doing at some point i'll be sitting in a in a in a house in uk i'll be sitting on a beach somewhere caribbean or south america with some cubana yeah sorry anyway beach yeah might be on the beach somewhere <laughs> First, right what is your definition of success definition of success mm, i think it's when you get to the top but you're still the person you were when you started I think that's a real success where you can you can maintain and retain who you were when you started from day one, your principles, your values, your morals. And the only thing that difference, the only thing that is different now is your bank balance or your assets column or your commodities or anything that you own. That's probably when I see real success from the guy or the guy kept himself straight from day one to now. Anything that's changed is a couple of his clothing, where he lives and what he owns. Otherwise, he's the same brother 
from the block. So that's probably why I see a success. Um, yeah, man. I really like that. I, I haven't had anything along them lines so far, so that that is a that's a dope answer. But last but not least, because it is the Culture Cast podcast, how has your culture affected you in your journey thus far? Affected? Oh, I'm I'm blessed, man. I'm thankful that I went to work with my dad at a taxi office, and I met all those funny taxi drivers who were from the bend, and they chatted their waffles, and they taught me words that I would never ever have heard of in my life, apart from the Mar Bendy Gala. Um, so because of that, it gave me the platform to kind of make what I make now, what I create. I would say it probably helps. It has helped with the creativity as well. There's, there's simple Punjabi comedy that happens in the households. And there's like the Bindu lyrics style Punjabi comedy for the Western masses as well. I think Canadians and Americans and the British and Europeans can relate to that because they've got Bindu houses and Bindu families. Sorry, not Bindu, this year, I said Bindu, like, you know, people from back home, yeah. Punjab families, let's say. But they can kind of relate to that kind of mix of Western and kind of Desi Bend life fusion, you know. So that's what I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. The fact that I got a chance to work around these guys and not kind of lose my marble and not sound like Daddy G. You know, I'm kind of blessed about that. But I'm not knocking on a sound like that. <laughs> I was going to say, even though you smashed, smashed that accent as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bad accent, brother. Trust me, I know so many brothers that speak like that, innit? But, but shout out to my guy speaking like that. You're keeping a bully real, though. Shout out to you, brother, innit? Hanji, Hanji, Tusi, Kid, and that. Yeah, shout out to my G's. <laughs> smashed it, smashed it. Just before we finish, do you want to say any last last couple of words? No, thank you for your time, bro. I appreciate this, man. I've not really come on to do any podcasts recently. I've been so busy in my work and stuff. I mean, I've been, I've part some of the people. I'm sorry with everybody else. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I like the way you approach it, man. So thank you for your time and thank you for doing this. Hope this adds value to you, to other people, and hopefully that, obviously, you might sponsor me and give me some money for this as well. We'll try about that afterwards, we'll try about that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, smash it. No, thank you for your time, obviously. Like, oh, yeah, uh, um, yeah it, it's been a really good conversation. I feel like I've had a third, first first row ticket to a comedy concert or something today so i'll, I'll be laughing my fucking head off support, bro. Full support. Full support. and um, <laughs> yeah i'll catch everybody in the in the next episode take care